welcome to the Dear Patriarchy podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Lisa. And we are here to talk about some fun stuff today. And we're Um, sisters. We're sisters. Sisters. And never were there such devoted sisters. No misters try to break us up, and I'm doing those hands. (laughs) And if you ever... It's kind of like a Barbie jazz hand. It is. It's like a formed plastic hand. That hand. That hand. Uh, um, If you've ever seen White Christmas, you'll know what we're talking about. But if you haven't, you'll think that we're absolutely crazy. So that's okay. That's fine. Mm. So last week, we spoke about the boys club. Yeah, and we got some feedback. Yeah, we did. Uh, we just kind of wanted to um, take a moment to respond to the feedback we got. Um, and just because we are always appreciative for feedback, whether it is negative or positive. So, Lisa, do you want to take a stab or shall I go first? No. Oh, my gosh. I would love to talk about my feedback. So okay, go for my, it. my feedback clip is entitled hashtag by John because oh. um, a young man who will call John. I'm assuming he's a young man. He was a sort of faceless, unknown entity on Instagram. Came at us on our Maxine Waters ad for the boys club. Um, and basically was just running Maxine down. Maxine's properly badass and um, we don't allow that kind of thing. We don't let anyone run down any of our amazing black women leaders. Essentially... Well, by I- run down, you mean he ha- was being super derogatory and... He's being racist. Hugely racist. racist. And yeah. just awful. Yeah, he was acting disgustingly. So I I let him know that I didn't think that our platform was probably the right place for him, although I think he knew that. And I think that there's an element of people who come to certain platforms, especially platforms that maybe are more feminist driven to, or, you know, specifically like what a patriarchal view would say is niche because a woman's experience is always niche in a patriarchal social construct. And they just want to put their foot down on something. They want to try and, Jenny, you always talk about this, about putting someone's head, like someone putting their head on our head. And I think that was very much what John was trying to do was just to kind of say, he called Maxine Waters racist, which isn't really even possible. Um, but also then likened her to an animal, which is disgusting and unacceptable, but also was not doing it for any real purpose. Just right. wanted to make my day worse, make our day worse, make who's ever day worse that he could do and spread his filth. And then so. when you gently corrected him, or yeah. maybe not gently, when you strongly corrected him, he told you that you were stupid and brainwashed. <gasps> oh, yeah. And I, I think that's kind of the thing that is, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I know who you are. Yep. Because I, I've had I'm this, I'm familiar right? with you. Yeah, I know you. I've met you. I've met uh-huh. you. I know this man who says, because you don't do what I want you to do, because you don't <laughs> fall in line with what I expect you, the way that I expect you to behave, you're now a stupid bitch. You're a stupid woman. You are these things. And it, it feels very hollow, that kind of thing now. I just, I can remember a time when that was really devastating to be called those things. Mm. And I think with age comes that distance and that wisdom to realize, like, I'm a smart woman. I absolutely know that I'm not stupid. So for you to say those things, it doesn't really 
penetrate. It doesn't go in any further than, oh, I just, I know you now. I see you fully for what you are. And I think the reason why we wanted to share our experience, and you obviously had quite a different kind of an experience, which I thought was amazing. You took it and really ran with it in such an amazing way, is when this happens to you, this by John experience, where you have to just say by John at the end of it. Uh Um, Uh And it's something that I've, we've spoken about before, but I'm a really big proponent of is just knowing when to call it. Yeah. And there is always going to be that moment where you, although inside of you, you're thinking, I want to try and change this. I want to try and help you. I want to try and lead you down a new path. There are just people who you have to buy John because they aren't going to come on the journey. They don't want to be on the journey. They're on a completely different journey of their own. Don't the Dixie Chicks have a song called By John? The one where they like poison the man? I don't know. Oh, maybe, but I do... I do, I do think that their song, I'm Not Ready to Make Nice, is amazing. Mm. Because um, I think that was when they called out some Bush. institutions for being, yeah, for Bush and from other things for being racist. And they, they really got a huge amount of backlash. They got cancel cultured. Massively. And this was like mm-hmm. 15 or 20 years ago. And um, yeah. listening to the words of that song is is really poignant now. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the things they say is, I'm not ready to make nice and I'm not ready to back down. I'm still mad yep. as hell. And I am i don't have time to go round and round and round. And I feel mm-hmm. like that a lot of the time, especially with people like John. So so I just want to say quickly, the dog on the head, the dog head on the dog head thing that I said <laughs> yeah. actually came from you. And you were using it as an allegory when you start a new job or when you're in a situation where you're meeting someone or especially in professional situations, like Mm. when you're kind of jostling for the alpha position in the room, when dogs first meet each other, they put their heads on each other's heads. Yes. For like an alpha thing. Yeah. Whose ever head is on top is the alpha. 100%. Right. So that actually came from you. Anyway, that's what that is. <laughs> I had a situation where we had a um, someone on our Facebook commented on an ad that we had for the boys club. And it was just two images, two picture posts. And one was an infographic about the war against war on boys. Mm. And then the other was just different statistics of where young men are performing more poorly than young women. So it was just basically to say, Hey, you're attacking boys. And when women, like, when are we going to celebrate boys? So mm-hmm. I just want to say that in, in reference to our boys club, like, first of all, this person didn't listen to our episode and because they literally um, not to interject, but the, one of the first things you said out the gate was about how we support men having male friendships and how we mm-hmm. both have boys ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we Mm -hmm, want to support mm -hmm. our boys. So a lot of the feedback that we're getting about the podcast in general, not just our boys club episodes or our dear patriarchy episodes are this, is this kind of like war against men. Like just because we support women, we must be against men. Mm. And I'm going to say it again. That is not the case Mm. at all. I am passionate about helping women. I don't have any frame of reference for helping men in the corporate world. I just don't, don't have a penis. Mm. Don't. Even, yeah, don't want one. I cannot help a man be a man in the corporate world. I can help him potentially with any of the myriad of subjects that I am an expert on in the tech field. I'm sure I'd be happy to help him. But as far as being a woman and experiencing the corporate workspace as a woman, that's where I'm an expert. 
And that's what Lisa and I are doing. That's what we're passionate about is Mm. helping women to overcome the hurdles and the challenges that we face that we had no support for. That's what this is about. If you don't want to hear about that, peace out. Because honestly, this is not the space for you. Lisa and I are passionate. This work keeps us up at night. We want so badly to do this for the rest of our lives because we're good at it, because we experience it. And because we're researchers and we are storytellers, storytellers. And Lisa's a studier. I, not so much my thing, but but I'll read a thing. I'll read a thing. So anyway, so, so just, let's just get that straight. Let's just get that clear first. I love it. So I responded to this person. Um, I mean, it may have very well been a, um, what are those accounts called? Not a bot, but like one of those hollow, hollow accounts. That's like, I love that set up. There's a name. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. The hollow Um, account. Email us at patriarchypod at gmail.com if you know, and give us feedback. Anyway, I said, thank you for the post, for the comment. Are you having a knee-jerk reaction to this ad or have you actually listened to the episode? We welcome civil discourse, which we do. We're not saying if you disagree with us, go away. Oh my gosh. I mean, we're happy to, we're happy to talk about it. If I say something wrong, I'm totally open to constructive criticism, but we're not going to take bullying. We're not going to take name calling. We're not going to take racism. We're not going to take discrimination. We're not going to take any more denigration that we already have. We're done with that. We're done with that part. So, uh, he wrote back and said, I am a father. I have two girls. I didn't expect you to respond, but I listened to these feminists. I'm not hundred percent aligned with their views, but he said, I will listen to patriarchy one and two and get back to you. So we're so waiting. We're waiting. And that's fine. I don't, if I, I don't need to hear, hear from him again, but the thing is don't just immediately assume that, you know, where we're coming from. If you're not like, we're starting conversations. We're hoping to have conversations with you. We welcome feedback, but don't, don't put words in my mouth. What, as far as like boys go or a no. war against men. Cause that is not what we're here for. But that is um, a, that is a super, as you put it, knee jerk reaction to uh-huh. a woman standing up and saying, "I don't like what's happening here. I don't like what's happening to women." Uh-huh. And you get that. Well, if this happens, then it must mean this. Which actually, it really it's got a synergy with that racist thing. Mm. When that's sy- discrimination, right? Yeah, it's anything like that. Systemic racism and the patriarchal oppression that happens, they have synergies because people who are really rooted, really deep-seated in them, they are hypersensitive to any criticism. They are hypersensitive to being called a misogynist or a racist. Obviously, because those things are very bad. They have very negative connotations. I mean, obviously, we know that being raised in a patriarchal and a systemically racist social construct, we can't help but be misogynist. We can't help but be racist. We have to be brave enough and strong enough to take a step back and go, I recognize that I have these things in me. I want to do the work to root them out. And do the work for the people who are facing yeah. persecution because of because yeah. of these things that Absolutely. they have no fucking control over. Absolutely. So you did really okay. well with that one, though. By the way, if if you have a chance, go check out the Facebook. Because oh my god, it Jenny was three was o'clock so in the morning. Good. The baby wouldn't sleep. I was yeah. like almost nauseous. I was so tired, and then I got those comments, and I was like, oh boy. I was gonna say not was our- today, Satan. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say it's a Herculean effort, but we obviously don't subscribe to that patriarchal. <laughs> Construct, so an Athenian effort. Athenian, a hatshepsit, a hatshepsit, Ian. 
<laughs> Medusian. Medusian. Yeah. Cyrene. Um, anyway. Okay. It was brilliant. Well, I didn't lure him to his death from a cliff. You never know. I mean, what's death to one person? Except, accepting a real version <laughs> of feminism to him might be death. One man's death might be another woman's life. You know? Well, I hope not. Because you know what? He said he had two teenage daughters. So I hope but Jenny, for him that, that yeah. he can find better. And then finally, my wonderful husband, Alex, mm, who was wonderful. came to me. We got we got the rare chance to go out on a date. And he wanted to talk about the episode because he just listened to it. And he also works in construction. And he first had a criticism, which was about the story that Lisa told about the meeting that she was in where the man wouldn't speak to her. He'd only speak to the person next to her. And a coworker came up to her afterwards and said, I don't know how you got through that. But then in, with the same mm-hmm. mouth, the yeah. same lip parts. Man, man mouth. Said, yeah, the same man mouth. Said, That's not, <laughs> but it's super funny. <laughs> man mouth is kind of like soup mouth, right? I know, it is so much Okay, so it said, Hey, you're going to have to, if you're going to get through this, you're going to have to have a thicker skin. So on no, one you're going to lose that I, chip on your shoulder Oh, about so, being a woman, which is so even weird. Alex a said, chip, chip. you <laughs> are going to lose allies <laughs> if you continue to demand this of men. So, because I had said in a comment, why didn't he say something if he saw it? So Alex's constructive criticism was... What are you supposed to say in a meeting if it's a meeting with a client as a man? Like, how can you be an ally? He said, I'll just talk to her afterwards. It's not appropriate in that meeting. Mm. But that meeting, I have been in those meetings, not that exact same one, but I've been in those meetings where I am being, I am not an equal player at the table because someone has decided to put their head on my head. Mm. Amen. And those meetings are burned into my soul. Because I felt alone. I felt stupid. I questioned all of the things I knew. I questioned whether or not I even had a business being at that table. And none of those meetings had a person that was in them that said, as as Lisa just said, or as Jennifer just said, blah, blah, Mm. blah. That's a super easy way to let that woman know you hear what she's saying. Yep. You hear her, you see her. You also let the asshole know, I see what you're doing. And you stand up. Like, you don't have to say, hey, man, she's she's talking, bro. You don't have to say anything. Was, was that Alex? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was maybe just San Diego in general. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you don't have to completely, you can be, what's a word? What's a word that's, I think bureaucratic's good. Uh, you can you can stay within corporate norms. You can you can still be a blossoming beauty of the patriarchy, but you can also put your foot down a little bit. And so Alex said to me, "You're going to lose allies if you expect us to do these things." And, but then in the same with the same man mouth, with the same suit mouth, he said, "Yeah." Now that I work in construction, because he was in architecture before, which he still is, whatever, it doesn't matter. I see it every day. What she's going through is real. And Mm. I see it every day and I don't know what to do. So he's telling me, on one hand, don't tell me what to do because it's wrong what you're saying. It's exactly the same comment that that man made. So this is your original story. Can I just say, when we spoke about it- But can I just finish real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me just- so so. Not to cut you off, but, but so I, I told him I was going to think through it and that Lisa and I were going to talk about it. I didn't necessarily mention it was going to be super public, but Hey, Hey Alex. 
Hey, Thanks girl. for listening. <laughs> Love hey, girl, you, hey. girl. <laughs> Love you, girl. You do you, girl. You do it. You do it, girl. <laughs> you glow. Um, and I challenged him to be a more active advocate for women when he sees this misbehavior. That's it. Go. So when we originally brought it up last time in Boys Club, I started to say but didn't finish that I think there's a duality that goes on with men. And that is because, as we've spoken about before, my amazing psychiatrist therapist, whatever you want to call her. Yeah, she's she's amazing. (laughs) She has always tried to repeat to me that the patriarchy is a small part of a man. And there's so much more to a man. But that duality of that dichotomy of holding two conflicting ideals. So Alex is very much a product of the patriarchy. He can't help it. He's a man and on many levels. And he is a white man. So he is also Ukrainian. He has a lot of different um a lot of different background that goes into that, which sort of pulls and pushes against what it is to really be a a white man in America, because you're never fully white, right? In America. Unless and I think he identifies more as Russian than Ukrainian just because of the Soviet, whatever. Anyway. So, so there's a lot of different sort of, he's a melting pot in so many ways, mm-hmm. but topically he is very much a white man. So he is very much mm-hmm. at the top of that power structure, mm-hmm. uh, that patriarchal power structure. Yep. But at the same time, he is a caring man. He is a loving man. He is, he is a father to two girls and a boy, but he's been a father to two girls for longer. And he is a huge ad- advocate for them. And he's a huge advocate for you. So I yeah. think he's trying to hold two very disparate ideas. Yeah. And I think a lot of men are trying to do that. And that doesn't make it easy. I'm not saying, and I, we're not saying just do this thing, this hard thing. Make yourself the butt of the jokes by saying, hey man, like that's not cool. Don't say that. I know it's not easy. We know it's not easy to stop these things from happening. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Right. But, but I just want to say, Hey girl, Alex, I recognize, (laughs) I recognize the duality. I recognize the struggle and the pull between Mm -hmm. what you've been raised to be and, and who you really are. But I would also argue that women have this duality in them too, because we have been programmed to respect the patriarchy, to behave within it. I mean, that's, we are schooled in it. Yes. Literally, like that is like the, our school is built in a way that is reflective of the patriarchy. And, yeah. you know, and then if you're raised with religion, you have that on top of yeah. things. And then, yeah. um, and I, I just want to point out that he wasn't, I made him sound way more harsh about it than he was. But I, I also, when he was saying you're going to lose allies, whatever. I mean, I kind of pushed him to that point. But also, I have to say, I don't think you get to call yourself an ally. You don't get to decide as a man that you're an ally to women. You don't get to decide that. And I and I would also say if you are not going to have an active allyship, I mean this leads perfectly right into success, systemic racism. Yeah. yeah the white savior bullshit. It absolutely Oh does. my god. Okay. We'll get to that. I promise. We're trying to figure out a respectful way to do it. Yeah. Um, because we're super passionate about it and it will happen. We just have to figure it out. Anyway, hmm. if you can't speak up in a meeting, let a woman know, let someone of another race than you know, let someone who is part of the LGBTQIA, if you cannot speak up in a meeting and say, I see that this is happening to you, then what good does it fucking do? It doesn't do any good. And I you agree. don't get to feel good about yourself because you see it. You don't get to feel good about yourself because you go up to them after the meeting and say, hard luck, man. Yeah. 
that guy's a dick, right? Hate that, that lady's guy. a bitch. Yeah. Whatever. You don't get to say that. Like that you don't get to decide how you do it. I mean, maybe you do, but maybe you do. I mean, what do you, I mean, Lisa, what do you think? I, for me, I'm thinking through all the things and I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what we say. Cause part of me says that you have to speak up. You have to do things, but people, everyone's afraid for their job right now. Christmas layoffs are coming. Mm-hmm. So how do you, in this time that's super charged, I mean, you guys may en- exit your lockdown in four days. You might not. More people are going to get, I mean. Oh no, we people are. People are getting like. We are. They're just putting us into a different tier. Anyway. Oh. It's. Okay. So in this super charged time, do you have five ways people can be better allies to women? I'm just kidding. You don't need to be fine. But I, like yeah. in this time, like, is it my place to say like, you can't call yourself an ally if you're not an active ally? Yes. But I think, I, I think like so many of the things that we talk about with the patriarchy, the dovetail and the synergy with systemic racism is just so strong. Wait, what dovetail? That active allyship. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. As I'm saying these things, that's why I'm questioning it because yeah. I... Yeah. I, I think you have to be in it with skin in the game mm-hmm. to, to say who can be your ally. I just don't think you get to say that you are. Yeah, I don't think in you any do. in any instance. If you're not using your voice to stand up for people on the but I don't think basis. you ever get to say it. like you don't ever like you don't mm. ever get to say it. You don't ever get to pin that badge on yourself. No, I don't think. I don't think so either. I think the only thing that you can be in control of are your intentions. Just be a good fucking person. Like, why is it so fucking hard? Honestly. Can you? Can we not just be good people? Can we not just love everybody? Can we not just stop this yes, racist, fucking people. horrible bullshit and like just treat everyone as equals and not have to be so superior and not have to be on such a power trip all the time? Like how sad and small and tiny do you have to be? If yeah, every but what day- if you're not on a power trip? What if you're just afraid? But if you're just afraid to lose your job and you don't know what to say in that meeting? So you're because racist. So no. you so you allow women to be trampled, Lisa? I know. I, know. I understand what you're saying. I know, but there, but there, it isn't. Is it? It isn't black and white. There, I'm not. But I, yes, racism is black and white. Yeah. And whether or not you are an advocate for women is black and white. But at the same time, people, different people, have different comfort levels, and it's so hard, Jenny. I know. I know. Can I just use this moment to say? <laughs> That we're only ever starting the conversation. And we would love to hear from people who listen because we want to have those conversations with you and and we want you to feel like you can have those conversations with us and tell us what we got wrong and tell us what you what you want to hear us talk about. And we do put time and effort into the research that we do and the conversations that we we want to have. They're important yeah. to us because we know that they're important to you as well. So just wanted to throw that out there. And we welcome feedback. Follow us on all the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter situations and email us at patriarchypod at gmail.com. Even if it's a by John situation, we will still, oh, we still appreciate John. the engagement. Don't say poor John. Mm. Um, <laughs> but Fuck John. <laughs> There's our explicit. <laughs> Sorry. We actually got it loads like way long ago, but that's okay. Oh, okay. One thing I was going to say was, and I'm not just saying this because I'm biased and I really love Alex. Um, Pious? Like super holy? So holy right now. Look at my big white hat. It looks like a folded up napkin. <laughs> <laughs> May the Lord open. 
with my child and God. Um, so oh, you don't watch you don't watch Handmaid's Tale, so you don't even know why I just said that to you. No, I absolutely don't. I've read the book and it was scarring enough. Jenny, I can't put okay. myself through the video. Um, so okay. what I was going to say was we really appreciate men actually listening to this podcast. It is a very apparently feminist podcast. Is it feminist or womanist? Well, womanist, I think, is what we're working towards. But part of the essence of womanism is really diving into the intersectionality and the way that things like poverty and all of the gender and race relations tie mm. into um, yep. to feminism as well. And that womanism is a is a really macro look at the social experience of marginalized communities as they interact with the patriarchy as well. So it's just such a wow. macro look at it. So it's a beautiful, amazing thing, but it's very, very involved. So I think we're trying to be womanist, but I think that being that womanist thing is a journey very much. Season two. Oh my God. Like season 20. <laughs> season 20. <laughs> um, we really appreciate the men like... I've got an amazing guy named Ian who listens, who I work with, um, who's a designer, and he has gotten his wife to listen and just having conversations with him about how he finds the episodes. And that is really amazing to us. I mean, obviously, we know that people are downloading the episodes. We know that people are listening. The engagement that we get from people who feel comfortable to do that, it's just such an incredible continuation of the journey to say, Yes, we talked about this, and this is how it impacted you. Obviously, we got quite a lot of that after the sexual harassment episode, which was amazing. Um, Oh, my gosh. Amazing and so heartbreaking and fucking infuriating. Yeah, all of those things, but really important from a cathartic space, I think. Mm. And then also, like, that sharing is caring kind of thing, and you you lessen the load that you carry when you share it with someone else. So all of that to say, please share with us if, if you feel even like it, an inch of something to be pulled in a direction of, I want to say, I want to share, I want to contribute, I want to have a conversation. Please don't feel like, because we brought up John, uh, hashtag by John, or the other person that you spoke to, Jenny, um, that we would in any way look in a derogatory or derisive way at communication with us because we love it. And, no, um, and I'm actually super appreciate, pre- appreciative that Andy reached out to us on Facebook. And I'm yeah. hoping that we hear back from him and I'm hoping that he's listening. And I and yeah. I wish him and his daughters the best. And um, I don't know much about York, but might be cool. Might be cool. I've not been yeah. to York, but it's supposed to be amazing. From mm-hmm. a historical perspective. Yeah. BA. So, well, so um, mm-hmm. also, I, you know, I just want to kind of mirror what Lisa just said. I, I'm so appreciative for everyone that listens and men especially got a good our good friend Dima always comments oh yeah and Dima's the best. super funny and um <laughs> my my brother-in-law Nikki is always one of the first people to like and comment on our um videos and our ads and and Mark um, Mark is we just love. phenomenal and yeah. it's always the one of the most generous commenters and um, and shares so, and so lovely yeah, yeah. shares and everything so um my cousin Jonathan, like there's so many people. And, um, you know, just if you're listening, reach out, like if you're listening and you have a comment or feedback, like we're just firing this off into the void. We're hoping that one day we can make this our work and we're super passionate about this. And we want to, we want to share our experiences and we want to help you. So, and we, of course, we're so appreciative for all the women that are listening. And I hope that we're helping you. So please let us know if we're helping you. If Subscribing on whatever platform you're listening on 
to the podcast really, really, really helps us. And then yes. also leaving a review, which yeah, I'd actually love to read a review that we got. That's incredible from dear, our dear friend, Katie. Oh yeah. So the title is intelligent and charming. Oh, um, I know. So sweet. I can only hope my review lives up to the caliber of this new podcast. I really enjoyed listening to Jen and Lisa unpack issues facing women in the workplace today. Mm-hmm. Their views were intelligent, balanced, and fact-based. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Not just this match. <laughs> That, that's not, that's my addition, not hers. Lots of good stats. Yeah, Lisa. Yeah, girl. They clearly have a point of view, but they also don't shove it down your throats. It's like having a conversation with two very likable women. Their sisters mm. and their love and respect for one another shines through and is a joy to listen to. I honestly enjoy it very much. Oh. So, thank you so much for that. It's love lovely. You, Katie. So, and that honestly means so much to us because like we just started this, not on a whim, because we've been working on our book for the better part of, Three years. Are we at two years? Three yeah, years? It's coming up for three years now. It's I don't a long remember. Time. It's a long time. I barely remember this morning. I'm so lucky to have pants on. Too many babies. Trousers. I mean, um, so, wear pants if you want. Don't join my yeah. club. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, we're just so appreciative. The support that we've gotten is amazing. We've had, we're, we're, I don't know if you said this already, but like we're over 500 no, downloads. now. Oh my God. I, I don't days, even, I can't even. amazing. We're so honored that you are supporting us. We're so honored that you're listening and we're so honored just to even be able to do this. Like we're so blessed right now with the resources and the time, although poor Lisa's exhausted. It's a middle of the night for her, but um, we're just, we just, we are so, so super thankful and just filled with gratitude. And we love you. We do. And we want to continue to do this. So reach out any way that you feel comfortable doing so and we but, won't buy john you unless you are an asshole and then sorry bye john bye john bye bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to keep loving on you so if yeah like seriously just even if you have like no time like a five star or whatever you choose five star would be amazing um, on Apple <laughs> iTunes, like literally just tap the five stars. And however it. many stars you want to flick across the table. <laughs> yeah, we'll take all them stars that you flick. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be it couldn't be easier and quicker. I know that the metrics of it like don't always make sense, but it takes a second to do. And it su- makes such a big deal for how many people are able to see our podcast and, and just how the podcast platforms support us. So it would be great if you could do that. Um, if you have time to write a review down Obviously, Katie's review is a, it's quite uh, I mean, it's, something to beat it. It's pretty yeah, incredible. I didn't know yeah. that review was there. That's, that's amazing. very sweet. You haven't seen that? No, and that's, that's very sweet. made me super happy. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, all that just to say, we love you guys. We, we want to keep doing this because we feel that it's really important. And the feedback that we're getting on a personal level is lets us know that it's so important. So please support us in that way by subscribing and reviewing. It would be a huge deal. So thank you so much. And, and please keep downloading. And thank you for, de- yeah, definitely that. But thank you for letting us have this clear the air episode to kind of yeah. just make sure that we were all on the same path because it doesn't, it doesn't help anyone if we're kind of dictating in a void. So we're so thankful for all the, I know we already, I'm looping back. I'm looping back now. There's a glitch in the main frame. <laughs> we're so thankful for all the feedback and we wish you the very best as you continue on towards your holiday, final destination. <laughs> your final destination. Well, I mean, yes. And, and good night, I think. Good night. Yeah. Love, light. Good night. Love, light and good night. Yeah, baby. <laughs>